Hey, welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality with Sydney DeLorean. That's me. And we have Zach Bird on the show today. Hello. Zach, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, people probably forgot I had a show because I haven't posted anything on the main feed for like two weeks. Oh, that's doing better than my podcast was. I was gone for like a month or two. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, and I did put a Patreon uh, only exclusive up last week. Um, so Patreon membership's only a dollar. It's you only a dollar a month, $12 a year. I mean, you might as well just knock it out. Yeah, I have some awesome listeners who have upped their donation because it's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. And um, there's a couple people who are giving me way more than a dollar a month. Um, Alana's giving me $10 a month, which is crazy. I know, right? Um, It's super generous, and we love her. We do love her. Um, so, um, So, yeah, that's really awesome. Um, I what don't comes with the membership is that Sydney will give you her phone number and be your best friend for life. Well, <laughs> everyone has my phone number anyways. Um, but you do get mail for me. You get like a little intro package with a, uh, hashtag fan favorite button. Um, you know, on account of Rob Love cause he does Patreon only exclusives. Um, and Ralphie has joined the podcast. Ralphie's yeah, our new the, dog. We have a forty dollar tier that uh, you can get, Ralphie. Yeah, we'll give him to. <laughs> yeah, for only forty dollars a month, you can take Ralphie off our hands. So that would be great. Um. Anyways, uh, infomercial out of the way. Today's a really juicy topic. We are talking about um, Jamaican sex tourism. Booyah, cushion. <laughs> what? What else do they say? I <laughs> Feeling iry. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I was, um, so I, I was reading this book by Richard Grant called uh, Crazy River, where he uh, travels up this river in East Africa, and while he's in Tanzania, he discusses the, um, the sex tourism that there's these resorts and these white ladies come from. Europe and America, and they have sex with locals. Right. And he mentioned that it's a thing in Jamaica as well, which I was like, wait, like what? Like I didn't even know about female sex tourism. Um, had you heard of this before? Uh, no, I always assume that uh, women can go wherever um, and, and get sex pretty easily. Yeah. Well, we'll go through why they would go to a foreign country. Um because it's interesting, I, and I have conflicted yeah. thoughts about it, but I'll give like the little primer um, on what sex tourism is as defined by the United Nations. Uh, it's trips organized from within the tourism sector or from outside this sector, but using its structures and networks with the primary purpose of affecting a commercial sexual relationship by the tourist with residents at the destination. Um Popular countries for female sex tourism include Southern Europe, mainly Greece, Italy, Cyprus, Spain, and Portugal. The Caribbean, uh, which is led by Jamaica. That's the top sex tourist destination in the Caribbean, but also Barbados and the Dominican Republic. Uh, Brazil, Egypt, Turkey, 
this place called Fuck It in Thailand. I'm not familiar with it. Fuck It? Yeah, Is it P-H. Called, yeah, right? yeah. It's called Fuck It? I don't know that, that but I'm, I'm assuming it's not Fuck It. Okay. Well, <laughs> you get fucked and fuck it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Gambia, Senegal, and Kenya. Um, each year, as many as 600,000 women from Western countries are said to engage in sex tourism in the Caribbean basin alone. Um, and because of colonialism, um, many of the natives of the countries in this Caribbean uh, basin are of African descent, which I think will, it comes into play in this uh-huh. awkward situation where white women are traveling to pay for black bodies. Yeah. Because uh, the top places um, in the world where sex tourism is a thing are former slave colonies. Yeah. So it is interesting. Um, you go, have we come, we've come a little bit away from slavery, but there's still, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so in Jamaica. They're like, this is better version, though. Well, I fuck white women. I have a lot of really good quotes. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, I, I printed, can't wait. I should have printed them out on note cards to have you read them. <laughs> Um, uh, in Jamaica, 17% of the population live below the poverty line. And in some parts of the Caribbean, unemployment is as high as 60%. Oh, wow. Um, so in Jamaica, prostitution is illegal, but it is widely tolerated. And it does go, go both ways. Like men do pay for sex with women down there. Mm-hmm. It's different because when men engage in sex tourism, it's explicitly with prostitutes where they are directly exchanging money for sexual uh services but with the female sex tourism the a lot of scholars want to rename it romance tourism because it's different it's almost the arrangement is more like a sugar baby sugar mama situation Uh it's not like a direct um exchange but Allegedly, there are 18,696 prostitutes in Jamaica. I don't know why they got some number so specific. Yeah. Um, uh, charities such as Amnesty International and UNICEF have no official policy on female sex tourism because it's not thought of the same way. Um, so the thing is, like, okay, these cities, they're, they're ex-slave colonies. Um, they're, many are still dealing with the fallout of colonialism. And all these hotels, restaurants, glass-bottom boats, tours, whatever in them are owned by American companies. Or, like, some of the ones in um, Africa are owned by European companies. I guess, like, Italian women love to go to Tanzania and fuck dudes. That's, like... Their thing. That's their thing. They love it. Um, and, uh, I, I didn't take, I didn't write down the quote cause this is about Jamaica and not Africa, but, um, there was like a quote from one of the local guys who was like, yeah, these women are all burnt up. Cause you know how Italian women like to tan? Yeah. 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 Like, they, 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 these women are all burnt up. <laughs> <laughs> like me right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, uh, is, oh, Zach is disgusting right now. <laughs> More so. Mm-hmm. He got a really bad sunburn. I uh, went kayaking a few, uh, like a week ago, and uh, I brought sunscreen, but left it in my truck, and then didn't realize until like, you know, it was too late. I was kayaking. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Fuck!" I had the best time there, and we're probably gonna go do it in a, f- a few days, maybe. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it, it was gnarly. It had blisters and everything. Yeah, Zach has just been all blisters, and we had to put like a not nice blanket on the couch because he j- he can't wear a shirt. So he just has these like open sores that are vast. I, I haven't worn a shirt in five days. Yeah. <laughs> so we just put a like a shitty blanket on the couch to protect it from his neosporin and. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm all burnt up like yeah. uh, these Italian. The, yeah, women. you are. You're my Italian woman. It's uh, amore. Right? <laughs> so. Um, so at these resorts in Jamaica, as many as one third of the women who stay at them participate in sex tourism can you believe it i can that's it's just a little crazy do you think um that they're like a a lot of size queens well that plays into it because a lot of it is women who they've heard the myths of the like you know the black men's sexuality and maybe they're from places where, like, it would be too taboo. They might not feel comfortable in their small town, their conservative town, I'm like, sure. dating a black dude. Right. But, like, they're able to justify it. Like, oh, I'm on vacation. <laughs> like, right. I'm in Jamaica. You know, when in Jamaica, fuck black dudes. But I would never do that back home in Kansas. Right, right. Um, so there is part of that. Um So a third of these women staying at the resorts participate in sex tourism. And I should say that um, this started to become popular in the 70s after tourism packages made it cheap and safe for women to travel alone. Because a lot of these women, they do. They travel. Like I read accounts, these women, they went to the same city like every year, twice a year, like by themselves. Sometimes they go with girlfriends. Um, but there, and there definitely was an increase in sex tourism after the movie, how Stella got her groove back came out. Right. Um, which if anyone hasn't seen that, um, it stars Angela Bassett and she is going through divorce. So she goes, uh, to Jamaica. She goes, where is my groove? Yeah. And it's in Jamaica and she does like an eat, pray, fuck sort of thing. And like meets a guy half her age. Uh, and they have an affair. And um, in real life, like, she married the guy and moved him to United States. And then they divorced. And she cited fraud as the cause of divorce because she claims he was gay and deceived her oh. in order to get American citizenship. He says he's not gay, but she's like, he's gay and he used me. Um, but that part isn't in the movie. The movie has a happy ending. Yeah. I've never seen it, but um, I think it ends on a happier note. We probably should watch it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So the names for these guys that hang out at the resorts to pick up on the white ladies, um, they're called a Renta Rasta, <laughs> Renta Dreads, Rastatoots, <laughs> Beach Boy. Um, one guy, he just said, I'm a tour guide because often what they do is they'll say, I'll, I'll be your tour guide. I'll take you on a boat tour or I'll take you on a like drive for the island or I'll take you out to clubs to make sure that you're safe, right? Like right. you're in a foreign country. Let me make sure you're safe. And then you puff on his spliff. Well, yeah, you pay, you pay him to be your tour guide. You uh-huh. pay him for his tour services and then he throws in sex for free. You know what I mean? Nice. So it's not like a direct I'm paying you thing uh rostitutes is my favorite out of those yeah um the ones with dreadlocks get the most attention they do the best business so the guys will grow their dreads out super long because it's it's like 
you know yeah. it's like me being like a blonde buxom bartender like that affects my tips sure if i were to play it a certain way um which i don't really. do you do no not, I'm sorry, no not really i dress like weird al to work um so the they call the women do you want to guess what they call the women because it's good so it's a pun as well kind of yeah I, I, do, I can't think of anything. All right. Well, they call them milk bottles. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. All right. Well, because like when they just arrive before they've gotten their tan or their sunburn yeah. or their blisters, <laughs> in your case, they're very milky white. Um, and also they are vessels waiting to be filled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wouldn't have made that connection <clears throat> right away. Um, that's funny, though. Yeah. Uh, many, also many black American women hire beach boys and a sort of going back to their roots or like um, feeling powerful because they have money. Because there's also a dynamic, like usually in the United States, like men have the money, have the power in relationships. So this is like a chance for women to uh -huh. kind of flip the script. So I, even though I'm, I keep saying white women, black women do do this, uh -huh. but it's way more rare the majority of women going to jamaica for sex are white ladies yeah um 60 of these women who have sex with the uh local gals uh admit that there are economic elements to the relationship and basically that's just saying like oh i paid for everything or i gave him money because he said he needed it for his family you know like sugar baby type stuff right. Um, but they still didn't consider it sex tourism. Like these women are like, no, it's not sex tourism. I didn't come down here to pay for sex. Like I came down here, I met this guy and right. then we fucked and then he needed money for his mom. Bro, papa, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the, even though the guys might be desperately poor and vulnerable economically, like some of them are homeless. Um, yeah. But they have to put out this air of this, like, hyper-masculine thing because, like, that's what the ladies want. That's what's right. selling. Um, the older ladies pay more than younger ladies. Like, they're more generous. And it could be just because they have more money or they're more grateful. Or, or because they – yeah, that's what I was going to say, because they have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Double price for you. This one lady was saying she was getting hit on and she's like, I'm like a 45 year old overweight mom. And this guy is like hitting on me. And I, I go, look at all these other younger women. Why aren't you hitting on them? And he goes, me no want the kitten. Me want the cat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, me no want the kitten. Me want the cat. That's like with you. You don't want the puppy you want the dog i do want the dog and i want an old dog yeah zach started growing white chest hairs he has like two of them and <laughs> he hates them but i'm like my baby's coming into his own well i used to have like one gray one for each nipple like right around there <laughs> and i was fine with that and then or i could keep track of it at least mm -hmm. sometimes i would i would clip those yeah <laughs> they came back fierce and then now i got like a few more scattered on the chest area and i'm like well fuck it's it's all over now yeah sydney loves it it's just beginning <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah that's kind of their bag is they um shower these women with compliments and like the w these are women who don't 
hear it back home because they're usually middle-aged they're older women they're heavier i've never set. had a man call me a cat before <laughs> this is i like this yeah. I'll be your milk bottle. Well, like, think about it. Like, because women say one of the complaints you hear from older women is that you just become invisible. Like, the older yeah. you get, you become invisible. It's hard to get acknowledged. Yeah. In the and so imagine going from just being like frumpy Diane in accounting to then you go down to Jamaica and you and you've got the little tiny legs with the big <laughs> apple body, you know, like yeah. uh, I'm I'm really painting a picture of Diane here. <laughs> she has shoulder length brown hair, but it's a little bit auburn if you catch it in the right light. So, anyways, Diane, no one pays attention to Diane yeah. from accounting. But she gets off the plane in Jamaica, and it's like, hey, you're so beautiful. Oh, my gosh, beautiful woman, whatever. And it's like, that's kind of nice. That's well, worth that's going on vacation. That's the same reason, like, what were you going to say? I was going to say, that's worth going on vacation. Like, if, my, if, if 360 days a year I was this invisible person that no one cared about, and then, like, five days a year I'm at a Jamaican resort, and I'm – being treated like a goddess like i would go there every year <laughs> well that's the same reason guys go to like thailand and mm -hmm. stuff but that's more frowned upon although i feel that um that's just a more common thing maybe people just don't know about this as much yeah well and also like the men are going and they are like going to brothels they are and getting like underage girls probably too. yeah but like they are going to a business where it's very clear cut right. that like the, the the i am going to i'll blow you for 50 bucks or whatever right versus this it's like oh you're so beautiful mm -hmm. let's go for drinks like one lady said like this guy he paid for everything let me see um, if I can find the little story, um, this lady was like, um, he paid for everything for several days. Like, and so he's acting like a relationship. She's thinking it's a relationship. And then he needed, so he moves into her hotel room. He pays for everything. And then he's like, I need to borrow money. I have an urgent debt. And then she's like, I, so I, then I ended up paying for everything, loaning him money and then once when I refused him money, he told me he could pick up any white woman he wanted and she'd be happy to give him money. So it's less like it's less like clear cut, like a hundred dollars for penetration. This is like a relationship where then you're like, Oh, my cat's sick, I need some money. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um so uh the oftentimes the seller recognizes it as prostitution, but the buyer doesn't, I guess, is what it's saying. Because even yeah. these women who are like, yeah, like, I mean, I spent a lot of money on these guys. but on we were, whores. But we were <laughs> dating for that week. We were dating. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think it's like just the. But uh, it, does it get a little scammy then and gray? Because you, you'll give them some money for for sex but then they're going oh i need money for this that no you're not giving them money for sex you're paying them to be your tour guide or you're paying for their drinks and stuff when you're out at the clubs i guess okay but still so are they just gonna keep going though oh i also need money for this that yes so that like a sugar baby yeah. Like, and some of the guys don't even ask for money from the ladies. Like, they're homeless, and so they just go stay at the resort with the lady for free. And for the week that she's there, they get free food, free drinks. She might buy him clothes or whatever. Like, yeah. she supports him that week, and she never once gives him cash. Right. But he gets 
to not be homeless for a week. Maybe Um, I'll go pick one up just to do like a good deed. Oh, yeah. But we're just going to hang out and get drunk. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Even though I don't drink. Yeah. Um, Um, So, yeah. So there, now there are, there are some people who pay like money, money, who charge money, money. Like they charge, it's usually $100 for sex. And 150 for oral sex, which Jamaican men consider taboo. Um, so oral sex costs more than full sex. Um, but uh, it's not usually that way. Yeah. It's not usually laid out like that. Um, which is why, like, the women think it's a romance. They call it pseudo-romance, romance tourism. Um, and, yeah, there it's more of a sugar baby style relationship. Yeah. Uh, according to the Beach Boys, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice <laughs> um, <laughs> to fill you up like a milk bottle? That's <laughs> according to the Beach Boys, there's little shame or stigma in selling sex to older white female tourists. Um, some claim that earning money this way affirms their masculinity. Like, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm so, I'm such a stud. Bitches pay for it. Like, right, right, right. Um, versus like when women sell sex for money, it's seen as like devaluing them. Yeah. Um, this one guy said, "If you got the money, you can call me honey." <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I wrote down that like one article is talking about white women who would never consider being openly involved with a young black man back home. They feel free to do so while traveling, and they often use this as uh, an example of their anti anti racism. Like, I'm not racist. I pay black dudes for sex in Jamaica. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Which is like, it is a thing that women will do and be like, I'm not racist. I remember during all these. I filmed it. Look, there's proof. Yeah, during all these protests, there was this lady that kind of went viral. And it's like this chubby white lady with like short red punk rock hair. And she has a sign saying like, I love black dicks, so you will hear me speak. Black lives matter. Oh, my God. And And like people were like women like or white people this is not how to be allies like yeah. be like i look black lives do matter because i fuck them yeah like um so like how many slave owners fuck their slaves yeah exactly exactly you know? um yeah and so to be like yeah i totally have taken loads from dudes in jamaica so i couldn't possibly be racist even though like the act of going to someone's country and that is like the local economy has been skewed to totally revolve around these resorts. And the only way that these men in impoverished countries can like afford food is to have sex with you. Like it's the same thing we were talking about a 90 day fiance, that no next summer bitch who went to where, where was that? Yeah. Where, where, where did Rose live? I can't remember. It was so long ago. Like the Philippines. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if I'm wrong, guys, sorry. No, I, I believe you're right. But this this lady was, like, poor, poor, poor. Like, her, her sister, her kid, her sister's two kids lived in a one-room place. Like, cement floor, one-room place. Rats. Rats. The size, of, <laughs> size of dog. Yeah, like, and so this guy, like, basically was, like, expected this beautiful woman to do whatever he wanted and to be basically like his fuck doll. Yeah. Cause like he figured, you know, your back is against the wall. You're so economically disadvantaged. Like I'm a savior to me. Like he had that sort of savior complex and she did not 
fall for his shit. No. And that's why we love her. Where she she's like, so I would rather respect for herself. Oh, go ahead. Oh, she's like, I would rather stay in my one room rat shack than put up with your shit. You're an asshole. Humpty Dumpty looking yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, she had more respect for herself than like almost every other girl on the show who's better off. Women who have like financially, yeah, who have like careers, like yeah. homeowners with careers, and yeah. they'll like let these guys treat them like shit. And yeah. I love that this woman was like, "No, no, you're you rude." Suck. And it was like early on, kind of in the well, it was like halfway through the season. So then you just don't see her. Like most of the stories, they kind of drag out. Yeah, and she's just like, "No, goodbye." Yeah, like I'm not doing this. Yeah. Um. So these Jamaican guys in this video I found on YouTube who were prostitutes, they were saying that when it comes to lovemaking, that they are rougher and more. This is in quotes. I'm not saying this. They're like, we're rougher. We do it jungle style. Uh-huh. So like they're like, this is what we have to offer. They were like, oftentimes the men where these women like come from are less masculine. So like we offer not only are we black and we have dreadlocks, but like we offer this, like we're hyper masculine and we can be a little bit right. more jungle with them. Um, I'll beat you up. <laughs> yeah. Give you black dick and black eye. Bra-ba-ba. Uh That does happen. I read about a couple cases of like ladies who actually moved to Jamaica permanently to be with their quote unquote boyfriends yeah. and they ended up in domestic abuse situations. Um, cause the guys don't, didn't want them there they just wanted the money. <laughs> like, right. She's uh, like, I'll pay you forever. And he's like, no. Yeah. Um, so, and, and also the Jamaican guys said that foreigners are more open. They're more freaky than locals. And particularly the white foreigners are like the real freaky ones. So they're like, it's not that, I don't know. Yeah. They're like, this is kind of fun for us cause it gets wild. <laughs> Sure. Uh, can we talk about the documentary that we... We watched one that was terrible. Like, we saw about 15 minutes, and then Sydney's, like, wisely, thank God, was just, like, fast-forward it and see where this kind of goes, because, you know, you can see what you're fast-forwarding through. And, like, so to start, it's just going, like, over all of this history of Jamaica and the Rasta and Ja or <laughs> whatever yeah. bullshit... And we couldn't understand one word any mm-hmm. of them were saying. I had uh, subtitles on, which was it was clearly not what they were saying. Well, yeah, because YouTube does this thing where it will subtitle any video on YouTube. Like it has software that basically hears the audio and then the computer assumes what it's saying. And if the if it's English, mm-hmm. it's usually pretty fucking close. Yeah, but this is no and no. and. We just wanted to hear about a bunch of carols going down. Like yeah. they, they had barely some of that, like not enough to. And then after I fast forwarded, we didn't see any more interviews. And I think the like one interview they had was a girl who was, I guess, too ashamed to be on camera. And not that I blame her, but like, you yeah. know, you, you're not. Re- but it was called something very deceitful. It was called Rent of Rasta, I think. Something like that. It was called that. Like, and yeah, so, yeah. But then this documentary that was an hour long had maybe 10 minutes of material about that. And the rest was just like pictures of old Jamaican dudes smoking weed and talking about. About Rastafarianism. For an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Where I was like, I didn't watch this to learn about Rastafarianism or to watch guys who happen to be 
Ross the smoke weed. Like I watched this because I wanted to learn about the sex tourism. The Renta Rasta, which is what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that one Don't was not good. That. Don't watch that one. It's not good. Um. So the w- one article I read, the journalist joined a social networking site. Um. That she discovered, and it where women would talk about like details of their long distance romances with men in Jamaica. Um, and none of the women used the term sex tourism. Most of them discussed how they had sent money to their boyfriends. And that's in quotes like, uh-huh. yeah, I sent money to my boyfriend to pay an urgent debt or rent accommodations for the next time I'm in town. Um, but none like none of them considered this sex tourism. And I often think when people want to date someone who is like there's a substantial economic difference between them, that it is like owning a pet. And I think that when we watch the show Love After Lockup, these like women who pursue relationships with inmates. And I think it's because, number one, the women have been cheated on before and they think, oh, this guy's in jail. He can't cheat on me. Right. Like there's a lot of that. And spoiler alert, this one guy fucked the lunch lady in prison yeah yeah so he even managed to cheat in prison but i think there's that it's and it's a control issue because then when the guy is let out he's paroled to their house and so they have a lot of control over him there's a curfew he has to abide by these things and it's like well you're in my house i'm paying your bills like you basically are helpless like you're a con an ex-con trying to get a job like and so these i feel like the women treat these men like pets basically And I think that it's the same when men pursue relationships with women who are, you know, don't have as much money as them, are, like, young, naive, whatever. Like, and so these women who are like, oh, yeah, this is my – it almost reminds me of, like, like adopting, like, a fucking um, animal, like, where it's, like, for $5 a month. You know? <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, like, I have a boyfriend in Jamaica, and I send him money, like – yeah. I don't know. It's weird. At the same time, like get that bag. Like I'm all I'm very pro sex worker. Get whatever bag you want to get. But like I think the women who are drawn to this in terms of a relationship, it's because it's an opportunity for them to be in the control seat. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So they yeah, they call them their boyfriends. Um one guy, uh this uh journalist asked him why he dated in quotes only older women and he said if i take a tourist out and she wants to help me out as a friend give me money let me stay with her at the hotel what's wrong with that of course i have sex with them but that's because i'm not gay (laughs) (laughs) he's like yeah like basically like and i i like that kind of casual attitude like yeah like i'm her tour guide i'm taking her out she's letting me stay with her for convenience and like yeah, I mean, if I have sex with her, of course. Like, I'm not gay. She's a woman. I'm yeah. going to fuck her. <laughs> Obviously. Obvi. Yeah. Um, yeah, it reminds me of my mom's ex-boyfriend, Eddie. Um, Eddie Blackman. He <laughs> does not believe that being a homosexual is real. Like, he thinks... He told me this, yeah. That, ...that gay men are lying about it to get closer to women. Because he... I think because he's just like that horny, he cannot conceive of a situation where a man and a woman would spend time together and not fuck. Like, so like my mom had her gay best friend and he'd be like, oh, you're going to run out on me. You're going to run around with Chuck. And she's like, Chuck's gay. And he goes, so he says. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I. 
So these I, these oh, guys are like, yeah, I'm sharing a hotel room with her. She's a woman. I'm going to fuck her. Like, come on. Yeah, I would have to explain stuff to people sometimes, too, about if I was just friends with a girl. And mm-hmm. they're like, right. Yeah, right. You know, and I'm like, no, she's not my type. They're, uh, yeah, but she has a vagina, though, right? She got a pussy. Yeah. And you're not fucking it? And I'm like, No. You know, like, I, yeah, I th- I think it works out well for us that, like, I'm not jealous or insecure about, like, because, like, all your friends are girls or you have a lot of girlfriends. Sure. But, like, all my friends are guys. So I think that it helps us it not be jealous. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that it's not like, like, you, un- you understand platonic opposite sex relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I've, I've met, like, most everyone you know if they're not mm. like a like rob doesn't live here you know yeah you've so, never met rob or uh, there's there's countless others yeah uh, no but um yeah and you've met like my best yeah girlfriends like courtney and, and yeah but there's really not that many not many that i talk to with any yeah. regularity um well we have each other and dogs but i so used we don't to have, have so many and then I was also single back then, t- mm-hmm. too. To me, it, it occasionally worked out where the, it, it would like they would play wingman or have a friend. Mm-hmm. T- to me, it's like I, I would prefer that than just have sex with the one girl and then have this horrible relationship that that might even end. And then you got nothing. Yeah, you want to have a good relationship with a female who then gives you access to other females. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Uh, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Um, so apparently, like, sometimes they do fall in love, and, like, ob- that's very difficult because they live in different countries. It's when the whole 90-day fiancé thing comes in. And, like, this old guy, this, like, old wise guy in this one video I watched, he's like, listen, like, they might fall in love. Like, the, the guy, the prostitute might fall in love. But, you know, he's part of her holiday package and she's part of his earnings and that makes things difficult. And it, yeah. I, it flat out explains everything I was trying to say about, like, the dynamics of a relationship. Like, it, it, she, if she's part of his income and, and she, I don't know, it's just. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make for, like, a very equal balanced relationship. Um, most of the beach bars advertise cocktails with names that are well-used euphemisms for a large penis, um, such as Big Bamboo, Dirty Banana, and Jamaican Steel. So I don't know if those are in that um, tiki book you got, if you can figure out how to make a Big Bamboo. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like they're not that great. Like They could come up with some better ones. Yeah. I don't have any right off the top of my head, but, you know. Maybe for, like, an update, we'll come up with a list of boner drinks. Yeah. Um, One guy says, like, his move to pick up on the ladies is to dirty dance with them. And apparently it's, like, common. Like, what you see at these clubs is, like, 45, 50-year-old, like, fat white ladies bump and grinding with these, like, 23-year-old dudes. Yeah. And um, the one guy's like, yeah, like that's where I pick up on them. Like I, because guys will like walk by the resorts, like at the by the tables, like they'll holler at them. Some will hang out by the airport, but this guy goes, I pick them up at the club because dirty dancing introduces them to my body. 
<laughs> is that not the best? That's pretty is great. That, that's the I move. was just thinking about if if we ever break up, I'm going to do tasteful blackface, mm-hmm. put on some a dreadlock wig, <laughs> and go to Jamaica. That's going to be the move. And I'm just going to... That's what you're going to do? That's I'm going to go... <laughs> just greet him right off the plane. Yeah. Take a taste of my dirty banana. <laughs> and uh, why? This is small. This is not what I would pay for. Maybe you have a very large pe- I'm not <laughs> saying that it's... Hot. I don't know that it would compete with uh, the Jamaican Yeah. Model. I sent you a little snippet of the one YouTube documentary yeah. I watched where this guy was saying like, I wish I could do a Jamaican accent, cause I, it, but I'm not going to Me too. I, I'm not it doesn't stop me yeah, <laughs> from but trying. He's like, you know, these women have heard things about our sexual prowess and these rumors about our large penises. And then he goes, and as for me, it's true. And he stands up and opens up his towel, and he's wearing, like, basically, like, a drawstring bag over his penis. And then it's just slow motion as he wiggles he it back and forth. Helicopter, forward. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he helicopters it to, like, some fucking Caribbean music. Uh, it was beautiful, the editing on that. Yeah. Um, as yeah. for me, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Not all the guys are into these chicks. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's Stella got her groove back, and he is allegedly gay. One of the guys in one of the YouTube docs I watched seemed gay to me. What do I know? But he seemed homosexual, but he's working as a prostitute. Um, and the uh, one article I read that kind of was, like, talk- disparaging this whole thing they were saying they overheard some men talking away from the women um and one of them said to them uh they stink have rough skin and look like old dogs no (laughs) wonder they have to pay for a man um a uh guy who worked at one of the resorts um said that the women were all ugly and fat um and he added men won't touch them where they come from i would be ashamed to be seen with any of them so, like, yeah, the guy working at the hotel is like, ugh, I wouldn't fuck these old fat bitches. Well, that's the thing. with As a woman, if a man's paying you and you're not attracted to him, you can hide it a little bit better. Yeah. But if you're a guy, you got to get a fucking hard on. That's why I'm impressed with the guys who are, like, gay especially, but also, like, the guys who think that they're like ugly or fat or stink, like to be able to maintain sexual performance under those circumstances. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know, man. We, yeah. we saw it on 90 day fiance where, um, who was the Angela 2.0 type chick? Oh, uh, least baby girl, Lisa. baby girl, Lisa would do like video, like cyber sex would video chat sex with, her boyfriend, Usman, who was like a young, handsome dude. And yeah. this this lady was like a mess. Like she's, she's a just, monster. Just a human ashtray. Goblin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the fact that he could, while looking at her, maintain a an erection and achieve orgasm is impressive. I don't know if there's anything to black men being just more outside of already, you know, having bigger dicks, if mm-hmm. they're just more hypersexual to where it doesn't take much and they can just spring into yeah. action. 
or at least the guys who are able to do this. Sure. You know, it's just like porn stars. Like I remember uh, reading an interview with the porn star James Dean, and he was like, "The way that I have sex is not like a norm. It's not like I have normal sex. Like no one should aspire to have my sex life or have sex with me." He's like, "I'm like an extreme athlete. It's the difference between like an ultra marathoner." And like someone who goes for a jog twice a week, right. like they're di- they're different things, sure. and so you shouldn't hold yourself to like my standard. And I think it's true, like these guys who are able to make it as prostitutes have to have some like superior sexual ability yeah, to maintain arousal. Yeah, but with porn star, I mean, these are people that have. I mean, he's a big name, James mm-hmm. Dean. You know, these are just. It seems like. All of them that live there can just. <laughs> well, yeah, but not all of them. Some of them are unemployed. Some work at the sure, resort. Like sure, like sure, this sure. guy who's like, uh, who works at the resort, who's like, I wouldn't be seen with them. I A bet... high percentage, though, yeah. is what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. I don't know what percentage of the locals are able to be prostitutes. I don't um, have any stats on what percentage. Can get erect for ugly women. Yeah, like what percentage <laughs> of the populace work as prostitutes? I'd I like assume to it's a niche. just show them pictures of women and be like, could you get hard for her? Yeah. They're like, yes, yes, well, yes, yes. I mean, obviously there's the one guy who's like, yeah, of course I have sex with them because I'm not gay. Like he probably can get an erection for any woman. Like if it's pussy, it's pussy. He's one of those guys. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it does not matter the... Type, flavor, whatever a pussy, he can, he's able to fuck it. Because there are dudes like that. I've just never, yeah, that's never been me. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a very, it's very different from you. You yeah. can only get hard for brunettes with short hair. <laughs> so, um. And you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yep. So, uh, Zach, Zach is able to get hard for me, guys. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Don't um, believe what everyone's telling you, the mainstream media. <laughs> <laughs> All the fake news that says that Zach is not sexually attracted to me. Yeah. Um, and that that fake news is just your blog. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these women were, like, some of the women who are, like, the real nasty, like, the real predatory ones apparently have said, like, because this – journalist um found this on the discussion board they said uh these women are talking about how uh in the dominican republic and cuba the men are dirt cheap um and you can go as young as you want in cuba is one woman boasted isn't that gross it's a it's a weird thing to boast about but yeah Right? Like, so the women are saying, like, yeah, like, Jamaica's cool, but, like, Jamaica, I guess, is expensive compared to the DR and Cuba. Uh And just the idea of going, you can go as young as you want. Uh. (laughs) We don't like that. No, we don't. No. So that's about all I know about Jamaican sex tourism. Um, I don't know if I have an opinion on it. It's... that's the whole thing about like economics is it's like you have these relationships that are like symbiotic like this person has money and needs this thing and this person needs money and has the thing and they're able to exchange goods for services or whatever yeah but uh, the idea that these are like you know former slave colonies that have had their economies destroyed by like colonialism and then like new like 
modern day like uh, resorts and stuff being put in and so like none of that money is staying in the local economy other than the stuff that the prostitutes making but like the stuff that the resorts are making like all that capital is going out of the country so right it's sort of reminds me of um like when i watch my drug documentaries Mm -hmm. and they're like about these places that are are solely reliant almost just on the production and and sell uh sale of drugs Mm -hmm. and so it's like okay there's definitely a problem here and we should shut it down you know because it's it i mean for obvious reasons yeah but then like these people who are already they're not even making a lot from doing this yeah you know production of drugs but then they would they would have nothing mm-hmm. um but really it just seems like you need to legalize everything mm-hmm. kind of uh and so it is legal i'm assuming in Pro- Jamaica. prostitution is illegal there but widely tolerated okay. and because this is a gray area they can have room to play with. Yeah, it. the guys who are like, oh, give me 100 for sex, 150 for oral sex. That's clearly prostitution. Right. But getting paid to be someone's tour guide and then right. being able to stay at their hotel for free, sure. whatever, like, that's not really prostitution. Yeah. So, I don't know. So yeah. they're able to get away with it. Sure. I feel like the ladies, though, they should just be paying them more, maybe. I mean, I mean, if yeah. you're gonna take advantage of an impoverished person, hook them up. Hook them up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's uh, that's our. What what did Jerry Springer used to have at the end of the show? Oh, like his final thought. There you go. That's yeah, the final that's thought. The final thought. <laughs> yeah, if you're taking advantage of someone, um, tip them, tip them generously. Yeah. Um. Well, all right. I guess that's it. All right. See you later. Happy hump day, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.